It's the final episode of the regular season, y'all. Don't worry, we will be back after a short break and keep an eye on the feed for special bonus episodes. But today we are making Mariah come out from behind her producer booth and get on the mic to tell us once and for all who is the gorgeous one. We all know who that is. Welcome to Me and My Gorgeous Husband. Mariah has taken over the podcast, and today we're flipping the seat. And I'm going to interview you. Just kidding. Woo! I guess you're interviewing me. We are interviewing you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, Mariah, um, you know, I'm curious, how is Snow Bear doing? Oh, Snow Bear. The, the, my, my original pet? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she has not been with us for a while. <laughs> so she's rested. <laughs> yes. She went to the great farmhouse in the sky. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's dark. You know, <laughs> poor Snow Bear. Rest oh, in peace, Snow Bear. Oh my gosh, how did Snow Bear perish? That's what I really. This just I turned into like a, a pet murder uh, mystery uh, podcast. Do those <laughs> exist? Yes, you know more oh, than we has would. To be true crime, so hot right now. Um, <laughs> no, when we moved from Canada to Florida, having a giant white Samoa dog didn't fit very well with that change in lifestyle. She was not super, super happy. So when I say she went to the great farmhouse literally i think my parents gave her to a farm while we were away at summer camp one year while you were away i love yeah. it i'm stuck on the part of the story where you moved from canada to florida yeah that has never been said by anyone <laughs> in history and it sounds terrible you know it was i it, i grew up in a pretty all right town in florida okay it wasn't bad i'll accept that yeah we uh <laughs> my mom like all good new yorkers her family retired to the third tri-state area which is florida yes and so to be closer to to her fam we it, moved down there it does seem to go that way yeah it was all just they all still have their like queen's new york accents none of them have lived there for like 30 years <laughs> uh mariah go ahead and sample that for us please thank you oh man Oh man, my un- you just went full, full Midwestern Canadian. on me. <laughs> my <laughs> Uncle Billy Justice. I don't know. I don't think I can do it. It's like a whole other level of like accent that I do not have. <laughs> like, Cher, where'd you park the car? Cher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I was thinking only of the name. Fucking Trump. Like, that's, <laughs> yes. that's like a good impression. Yeah. That's the one thing is like, I think it's funny as all these like kind of conservative New Yorkers, they all fucking hate him so much. Yeah. I mean, anyone with good sense. Yeah. Sorry. Michelle, can, can you do an accent of your family system from Louisiana? I refuse. What? Why? I will say this. Listen, I will get Mariah to cut in a Tony <laughs> Zatter. <laughs> Isn't that you supposed just, to be like he mixed a lot of spices? <laughs> yeah. It's Tony Sachery okay. and Zataran. Okay. They're different worlds. I'm completely. Sure. So yeah. give me give me give me the accent. I'm, I can't. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Michonne. Michonne. Wholly offensive. Yeah, that's why I love it. <laughs> but I think we we're allowed to be offensive to our related white people. Listen, I can I do a colonial Williamsburg accent like you would not fucking believe you ready for it here we go let me find myself the butter churn is this away oh this away <laughs> okay yeah you're welcome i don't I... want to believe in a world where people talk about butter churns oh yeah where the fuck do you think butter comes from I don't you can know. make it in a blender with milk when yeah. i was in kindergarten we made it in baby food jars on the floor 
I also like that you think there are people in a factory churning butter by hand. Yeah. With the butter <laughs> churn. That's not happening ever. Oh, my goodness, Michelle. It's not. You need to accept this. You are a dream crusher. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's one best at. It's a talent. I what? used to do ghost tours in Savannah, and I'd put on a really bad Southern accent, so I'd make more tips. Yes. Did you el- did you like uh, really work those stories up? Did you elaborate them? Oh, of course. I had people run out of the carriage house. They would get so afraid. <laughs> you turned into a real Scooby-Doo mystery. Yeah. Take the mask off. Floop. <laughs> those meddling kids. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, I've been watching a lot of the different series of Scooby-Doo and they do a lot of Louisiana visits and there's some terribly offensive accurate accent going on. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen three different ones today and they're all of them. Three today? I mean, you know, don't judge, but the Cajun accent was spot on and it made me angry. (laughs) I was like, how dare Scooby dip into this? You were like, who are you, Casey Kasem? Yeah, for sure. Did you do Shaggy? He did for uh-huh. a long, long Bro. time. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting it. Well, but Raya, you do a lot of sex positive work. How did you even like get yeah. into this field, girl? That's a great question. That's um, why I asked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's I went to a bedpost confession show and I just had like a really great time and I thought it was a really cool show. And I eventually performed on that show and then sort of just became involved in the community and in helping to to spread the good word, if you will. I don't think I ever saw that. I've been to a couple other shows. I don't think I saw the one where you, what did you talk about? It was a combo show we did with this like music podcast. So all of the stories had to have something to do with music. And so my story was about how I thought as my taste in music got better, my taste in partners also got better. Oh, did it peak at Jordan? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously. What music went with Jordan? Oh, uh, Chromeo was the song that I paired with Jordan. Yeah, so I had like a musical artist that paired Whoa. with each person. Oh my goodness! It's funky, a little like with a touch of humor. Okay. Yeah. I have no understanding of music. I'm always amazed when people are like, "I sing" or "I play an instrument." I'm like, "How do humans do that?" Yeah. Well, Jordan and I met playing in a band. What? Yeah. I oh, you did tell that. me this. Yeah. We got caught in the bass trap. <laughs> wow. That's what we call Michonne's butthole. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> what? Anyway. Listen, I have all the burning questions written down for today. You ready for the next Let's one? Let's do it. Okay. Mariah. Yes. <laughs> um, who was harder to work with, Michonne or me? <laughs> wow. I already know the answer to this. Neither one of you are hard to work with. That was super okay. PC. So, uh, future Mariah, I'm going to need you to please edit <laughs> Mashan's name into your own mouth. Thank you. Mashan. It was Mashan. It was <laughs> for sure. Adam said Mashan. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, so, when we first started talking about doing the podcast, I took Mariah to a drag brunch and literally just gave her a fistful of money. Yep. <laughs> it was like, I guess we're doing this. Uh, so Mariah, you've like seen the podcast, like from like the start to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And I'm really curious about like, what have you noticed about us and our relationship or like our abilities to talk about things? Cause you got to like really be in and it all. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it's always hard getting anyone, um, even like seasoned performers to feel comfortable sharing 
aspects of their life, you know, with something that is living on the internet forever, right? This isn't just one time performing in front of a stage. Like, yeah. this lives places where anyone can listen to it. Side note, listen to this. There are times <laughs> I've made myself cry because I thought, at some point, Michonne's going to be dead. <laughs> oh, God. And all I'm going to have is, is this, this podcast, podcast to hold <laughs> on to. I mean, it's sort of like a weird, I have like voicemails from dead relatives that I, that I keep. Oh yeah. 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 I've, like, I've done the same. Yeah. Also, so, Adam probably thinks about me dying daily. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. Oh, I mean, yeah. you're so close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I've been on this planet for 143 years. You know, and we'll figure it out. But there is a part of me that was like, oh my God, there's going to be like this really tragic time where one of us is not here and the other one's going to be listening to the podcast while also simultaneously listening to Melissa Manchester's Don't Cry Out Loud. (laughs) So it's going to be a lot. That sounds sad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, talking about intimate things and relationships can be difficult on microphone. And I think, you know, the longer y'all have been doing this, I think the more natural it feels on mic, you know, less like we've had to plan every segment of this conversation and more like, oh, we can have guiding thoughts and kind of meander and see what comes out and leave it to Mariah to just do her masterful editing. And yes. make it sound great. <laughs> I always hope for that. Yeah. I like that guiding thoughts sounds like the name of a gay soap opera. Yeah. This week on guiding thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Look at, that, look at that dick. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's one commercial. <laughs> Always back to you. <laughs> Did it ever leave me, Michonne? No, That's the real question. Not really. <laughs> um, right. You're someone who's been in a long-term relationship for a long time. Indeed. And, you know, we talk a lot about relationships on this podcast. And I was curious, like, what do you think has helped your relationship? Or what, what advice would you give to people who are looking to have a long-term relationship? I mean, I always say don't take things too seriously because I think if you can't find like ways to laugh about like hard, awkward, weird things that happen when you're with a person for a long time, then it's not going to work. We're all eventually going to fart in front of each other. Come on now. Get over it. Michonne did for the first time like early or no, late last year. And I was like 11 years it took. (laughs) You hold on to it as for as long as you can. You know? And then, meanwhile, I'm like laying them on them. I'm like. <laughs> I also think, though, there is something to trying to keep something to mystery. And like, it all depends on people and like your circumstances. And I don't judge whatever, however people have figured out to be in relationships, be in your relationship. But like, I still do not go to the bathroom with the door open. I'm like. Oh, no. I know people who started doing that like months into relationships with folks. And I'm just like. I mean, like, Weeks. hold on to something. The only mystery yeah. here is my credit card statement to Michelle. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I also close the door every single time. Yeah. I have to pee. Yeah. I'm like, like, yeah, this is me time. We're going to do exactly. this. Exactly. I'm going to scroll on my phone. <laughs> Your whole life is me time. <laughs> I mean, you know, mostly. <laughs> also, with that being said, um, I refuse to go to the bathroom with the door open. And we both have people in our lives who will come over and go take a leak with the with door, the door wide, wide open. Yeah. And I'm like, at least turn on the vent so the noise will drown out the sound of your urine slamming into the toilet. I mean, Thanks. I think it's, too, I have like, you know, uh, friends I've known for like 20 years and we'll all go to the bathroom together. But I'm also like, I don't have to like want to be attracted to you. Oh, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know it was about attraction. Got it. I get, I don't know. Mariah, I'm curious about like what has, like, we've gotten to get closer 
mm-hmm. our relationship through doing all of this. What's that been like for you? I mean, I love our friendship. It's uh, very important to me for sure. I will say sometimes it's like a weird thing as, and maybe other like artists will sort of understand this, but like when you have friendships where there's also maybe you're doing tasks for each other where there's a monetary exchange. And, you know, I think just being very clear about like what is being covered for those services (laughs) that are being rendered is super helpful. Um, I don't have a hard time talking about money, but I know some, I've had friendships that did not work out if there was like any sort of money happenings because it yeah. gets weird sometimes if you're not willing to talk about it for sure even yeah. today because you had to like rent an extra mic and I was yeah. all like I'm gonna pay for your time because you had to like go do that <laughs> but yeah so it's just like figuring out um what you feel comfortable with but there are those like you know people have dark days when you're just like I don't have friends. They all just pay me to hang out. Mm. Like, or I have to get paid to <laughs> hang out with people. Like, <laughs> it can yeah. be weird. Yeah. Interesting. Mariah, I did come up with a game for us to play today. Ooh, Are you ready like for this? Games. Yeah. <laughs> you say that now. How well do you know us? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh oh. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna ask you questions. I mean, I love trivia. I wish I ha- had known beforehand because I am a studier before trivia. Oh, oh. <laughs> you could not study for these. So we have questions that it's just one of us. You have to guess which one of us this is pertaining to. Okay. Okay. So number one, who is free balling during this interview? Oh, you. That is incorrect. Oh, (laughs) dang. I I don't know. You know, 99% of the time I put on underwear. I have a whole collection of incredibly nice underwear you should check out. (laughs) For whatever reason, Today, I just did not. Just feeling it. Yeah, I don't All know. Right. I yeah. feel like it was mostly out of laziness. I love that I was the one. I know. <laughs> I knew I was like, ah, that's going to I it. honestly was like, whose pants look tighter? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, because yes. sometimes that's the, you know, yeah. you don't want the panty line showing. Oh, I would have never even thought about that. <laughs> that's a good, yeah, that's a good clue. Oh, here we go. Which one of us had the most recent hookup? I like, I feel like there's an obvious answer, but I'm worried because it's the obvious answer that it's not the answer. And I know you've been working all day and you had today off. When the giraffe's away, I, the meerkat will play. I like that. I like the, all the uh, factors that come into the decision making. That's very methodical. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it makes perfect oh, sense. Man. I mean, I'm going to go with, I think, the safe bet and say Adam. That is correct. <laughs> Listen, I have a new sub. May the odds ever be in your favor. Yeah. I have like a new sub who lives across the street. Yeah. He literally just walks over here. It's amazing. It's, my gosh. You're what? just like, he left 20 minutes ago before you got here with equipment. It's like <laughs> Uber ass. Yeah. He just comes straight to your door. Listen, Michonne, when it comes to ass, convenience is a key factor. Oh. Do you, would, you go, would you go to Pflugerville to have a hookup? No. no. Yeah. Right? I actually None have a us. close friend in Pflugerville that I have not visited in, in like six years. <laughs> How is your mom? <laughs> not her. I talked to her earlier though. Michelle, when was your last hookup? Uh, did you really have to ask that? Yeah. Cause it was, you're, you're not contributing much. Otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was like in March of 2019. Uh, for the viewers at home, Adam is now making his wow face. (laughs) (laughs) 
fingers and a W on either fingers, side of his mouth. Oh, fingers. Mouth. Who was it? All right, Mariah, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Who recently cut their own hair? Michelle. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, he is currently sitting in front of me with a haircut I've never seen on him before. And obviously it was done by his own hand. <laughs> yeah. Last Saturday night I had a Brittany moment and you know was feeling weird all day and had a few drinks and thought, you know what? Just going to go for it. Fuck it. I'm going to yeah. shave this shit off. And then yeah. you asked me to join in. Oh, yeah. I did need... There was a certain point in I which mean, I needed help. There's parts of the head you can't reach. So I shaved Michonne's testicles. <laughs> <laughs> they needed it. Oh, my gosh. Um, ooh. <laughs> Whose most recent nude included a full spread of their booty? Adam. Oh, a swing and a miss. A swing and a miss. First of all, Mariah, how dare you? I'm a blouse. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you think the men that I dominate want to see that? They do not. I I was almost thinking more if it was like a wrestling singlet might have been involved, but I don't know. Yeah, that no. Are you going to pull it up right now? Yes. Oh, I don't. uh, Yeah, I am. I'm going to show Mariah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but this might take a second because I don't have it at yeah. hand. Also, you, you discounted uh, you as a possibility because you're a blouse. Yeah. Do people know what a blouse is? Uh, yeah. Okay. Mr. They know me. Okay. Anyway. Uh, a feminine like top. For the listeners at home, I think you should define a blouse. <laughs> it's a feminine top. There you go. Yeah. Well, I'm not even a top. I'm verse, but like my kitten takes a lot of work. <laughs> most hookups aren't ready for that right like if you come over and i'm like look here's the deal you have to worship it for 30 minutes minimum if you want to even opportunity for that the last time i bought them for a hookup this is so good sounds like catholic church terrible i'm not worshiping anything for 30 minutes ever again uh this guy was a administrator for an elementary school Mm-hmm. And so as I'm like riding his dick, he's like, you're doing so good. I'm so, <laughs> this feels so good. I'm so proud of you. And like, he live yelped you literally like gave me like a gold star. I'm like, Oh, I can tell you work with children <laughs> and it's working. <laughs> I was like, I am doing so good. Thank yes, you. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, yes, me having a picture of my ass is super weird. Cause I've literally shared it with <gasps> no one. I'm the only one who's ever seen it. Wow. Mariah, do you want to see it? I think I'm okay. She's okay. like, no, I'm good. She's like, it's done. Yeah, I yeah. believe it's a work of art. Listen, it is a nice peach. But honestly, I would never share a picture that wasn't so good. It's it, unbelievable. Cause that's what I think. I have crippling self-hatred. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Anyway. So you take those just for you? I guess. Do you put um, it like in a scrapbook? Do you put it out at Walmart and then you get it and you... I. I have a Dropbox that saves pictures and videos. Um, yeah. How do I get access to this Dropbox? I could hand you my phone and you can dig through it. Oh, girl. Yeah. My yeah. bank bank is about to be full. Up. There's a sh- probably a shit ton of pictures that not only you have never seen, but n- no one else. That's like the, do you remember um, like on IMAX, the old like camera roll? Like when everyone got really into just taking pictures of themselves on the little webcam on your MacBook, like laptop no was this just an art school thing <laughs> yeah i have no idea what that's like everyone i knew we were always just taking like very moody selfies with our macbooks <laughs> oh okay there's like a lot of cloud backgrounds 
like I never did the backgrounds. It was just like it, it was like before there was self like uh, selfie cams, like front facing cameras on cell phones. And so it was like the only way you could actually take a selfie and be able to see yourself at the same time. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right, Mariah, are you ready? I'm ready. Which one of us has a nightly facial routine? Oh, both of you. That it's not a both. That's, a, either that's or. a good I felt answer, like that though. was a trick question. It is not. Seems like one. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go with Michelle. Is it because my skin is so beautiful? I mean, I I think because <laughs> you have a level of self hatred that would require an, a certain <laughs> amount of moisturizer. Ouch! But true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the one. Not saying that you both don't take beautiful care of your skin. But. It's me. I wish you were dead. <laughs> I'm so simple and small town that I could just never. Then you're the kind of person that I hate because I also spend like, oh. I hate having to deal with my face at night, but I know I should do it. And so I have like the fancy fucking cleanser and I've mm-hmm. got the jojoba oil that I smear all over my face yeah. and like the rose quartz roller to like <laughs> depuff my face. <laughs> Nice. I mean, I should do all that. I'm just super fucking lazy. And and there's a lot of ways in which I'm very straight, dude. And one of those is I'm I'm not doing things to my face. I know. like um, Well, that and you call pussies puss. I call them puss holes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> I would never say You're like say the that. most like, polite person. You'd be like, excuse me, madam. May I taste your vulva? Yeah, that, that, that. Yeah. There's also like though uh, apparently folks with like a lot of French heritage only wash their faces with water, and it's like much better for their skin than doing a bunch of cleansers. You're absolutely right, and I've described that to people who questioned my routine. I'm like, there's no routine. The thing is, is I can only wash my face once a day if it needs to happen after that because I'm super sweaty because I ran or went to the gym or whatever. Only water. Like I cannot wash my face more than once a day. I'm an oily pig. That's just how my face works, and I'm never going to do extra. So, yeah, yeah. Maybe it is a French thing. Yeah. <laughs> May we? Yeah. Way. I'm sorry, Adam. What is that how? Oh, you're apologizing to yeah, me. Yeah, you should. For not acknowledging your skincare routine. Listen. <laughs> it's not the first time you let me down, Mariah. Here we go. Oh, my what? gosh. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The truth come out on a podcast, like bitch. <sighs> just kidding. Mariah's like the easiest person to work with. She is. I don't meet a lot of people or like a lot of people. <laughs> and in this particular instance, I was sort of pushed into uh, meeting Mariah because otherwise I would never have because yeah. I don't go out or you meet go people. Maybe full snaggle puss in this. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But uh, yeah, I got to say, it's been pretty fantastic. She's Aww. a lovely person. Yeah. I'll let her live. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Mariah, we now. have one more and you have to decide okay think carefully especially after your last answer no pressure <laughs> which one of us would you say is the gorgeous one i i can't say because it gives away the mystery of the show i think the very last episode that we ever do of this show is what we reveal who the gorgeous one is that is the best answer ever i love it i can't give away the secret of the podcast future mariah just go ahead and put my name in here. <laughs> that's, that's what's going to save you. So uh, when people that I work with stumble onto the fact that there's a, a podcast I'm a part of mm-hmm. and they all they want to know the title so they can listen yeah. and I tell them the title and they're like, oh, 
Which one of you is it? No answer ever. Yeah. I'm like, not doing this. Not taking part in that answer. I'm always like, me. We are clear on this. <laughs> I just like that it can refer to either of you. It could. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the mystery of it. Yeah. I feel like they'll go to the uh, Instagram page and instantly think, well, it's definitely not Marshall. <laughs> There's so many terrible pictures of me on there. Yeah. I'm like, Cause you don't take pictures. Yeah. You know, open that Dropbox to me. Maybe right. we get some good ones. <laughs> we could, yes, you could post some thirst traps. On yes. That. Oh my God. If there's one thing in the world I'm good at, it's only that. Listen, y'all, if you want to see thirst trap pictures of Machon, <laughs> make sure, make sure you that you write in a review. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. if we get Ooh. two reviews requesting it, I will post a thirst trap of you. Done. I Here will. Here we go. For, I will, yeah, surrender that picture. Let's do it. Because <laughs> right now I'm clutching it with all my might. Oh my God. <laughs> I am the, the one that would be terrified of that, but we'll do it. Let's Ridiculous. do it. Ridiculous. I love it. So last night I was at uh, a party and one of the people got, that got to meet me is someone who listens to the podcast. It was really an interesting uh-huh. uh, phenomenon to have someone who knows so much about you mm-hmm. <laughs> casually interact with you. And one of the questions I had as we were all just hanging out and talking, and I think it's a great question for here, is where's, like, the worst place that we have fucked? Like, because here's the deal. I am 38 now, and these knees have seen a lot of things. If I show up at a hookup's house, and it's a Tempur-Pedic bed, bitch, I don't know if you ever fucked in a Tempur-Pedic. You just sink right in. Yeah, like, there's no bounce back. Mm -mm. Like, I... I'm an old gay. I need a fucking trampoline. Yeah, it's a lot of work. If you want me to like take you to Pound Town, give me a mini tramp. But where, where are some of the worst places? Also, I will say that if the worst place you've ever fucked is on a, a Tempur-Pedic mattress, yeah. you've had a charmed life, motherfucker. Listen, Sean, we all can't be from Louisiana. <laughs> you have a fuck knee deep in the swamp. <laughs> like, I put my dick out. I found out it was swamp thing. Yeah. He'll look over your back was, for those ratons de bois. I was fisting the alligator. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I said, "Wee!" I, I knew I could get him to do it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the worst for me was the back of a two-door Honda Accord. It's, oh. it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Honda. Who's whose stepmom let you use their car? It was my car. Oh, <laughs> all right. You know, you're like I'm just making things happen. Yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like the uh, maybe it's both. Maybe it's the worst and the best place that I've ever fucked was on a university elevator in the music hall. Like, kind of interesting and exciting, but also terrifying and nerve-wracking, and I don't need that kind of stress in my life. I feel like I have a bad heart. I don't need to hit the emergency stop on an elevator so I can fuck and worry <laughs> about people... Punching the button and seeing. Yeah, you're already anxious enough. Yeah, yeah, I don't need that in my life. You're like, we don't have to push this any further up. Terrible. I was like, let's get this over with fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's your whole perspective on sex in general. <laughs> it's my whole perspective on life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just racing. It's a sprint yeah. to, to everlasting death. Sprint to the end. Let's get this done. Listen, I'm going to, we're going to do a PSA for the kids right now. Young people, <laughs> if you're listening. Um, your knees are a gift. Mm-hmm. Appreciate them while you can. Do it. Put a pillow underneath them. Yeah. Yeah. Once Don't. you're 38 or whatever age Michonne is. <laughs> Much it's, higher. It's just dust and griddle. Yeah. Don't be ashamed to grab two, throw pillows, and put them under each knee. 
There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Save your knees. I was watching, um, do y'all watch High Maintenance, that TV show on HBO? No. Anyway, the last episode, um, they're like small vignettes about uh, people who live in New York City. And the one this week featured an intimacy coordinator who work on like TV and movie sets to help make sure everyone's comfortable with like sex scenes that are happening or any sort of like physical touching. Yeah, that's like a a relatively new job that definitely happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... um, newer and should have been established longer but there was like a fun montage where she's like going around helping people and one of them was like a simulated blowjob scene and so she's going and putting pillows under the girl's <laughs> knees <laughs> nice that's how it should be yeah yeah love it. it was great and honestly he won't care he just wants the blowjob yeah you take all the comfort you need <laughs> that's why it's called a job yeah it's work <laughs> for sure what are some uh, things you wish people had taught you about sex when you were, like, coming of age? Mm. I mean, for me, just the idea of being more than monogamous would have been really useful. For sure. That would have been helpful. I, mm-hmm. I think I realized it, but I didn't, like, understand and have, like, the wordage for it a really long time. Um, even in the beginning of our relationship, Michelle. Yeah. For sure. I mean, honestly, if anyone would have taught me anything, just one thing, one single thing about sex, that would have been useful uh, and appreciated. Uh, but no, I didn't. I mean, I never got anything, anything at all. I feel like if you would have asked your parents about sex, they'd have been like, look, there's a crawdad over there. <laughs> <laughs> it would have okay. been it would have been like the oh, distraction. They're full swamp people. My dad did have the sex talk with me. What was that like? It was super scientific. Like there was a full, like, it was as if a doctor sat you down and was like, this is how sex works. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was like very, there were pictures that all came from books. Yeah. It was very explanatory, but from a science perspective, which was fine. I mean, at least something happened. He felt, he knew there was something that needed to be talked about and he did it to the best of his ability. But was it real world or useful? Absolutely not. What was the chapter on cream pies like? <laughs> he did not. He did not cover cream pie. Oh, <laughs> that or felching. Oh, or frotage. Nothing. Frotage. Yeah. That's French for cheese. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Yeah, that's what they say. It's when it's you close. take a picture. They're all frotage. No, it's not. <laughs> Camel bear frotage. Yeah. Close, but no cigar. Michelle, you don't know. I don't. You haven't even been out of the country, baby. <laughs> Mariah, what do you wish you would have known? You know, I'm trying to remember, like, I guess the sex talk just wasn't that, like, traumatic because I don't really remember it, like, beat to beat. I do remember getting this book that was like, your body is changing. Oh. And it was like... um for sure. I think it was from like American Girl. And it's still something a lot of folks. The people that make the dolls? dolls? Yeah. I think it was from them. <laughs> like legitimately. But it was like very useful. And and I think it's, it's it gets updated. I've seen like a recent one because yeah. there used to be a thing about like how to shave. And it was like some people choose to shave like their armpits oh, or your like yeah. that kind of stuff. <laughs> I thought you meant like your not legs. <laughs> not legs. No, it Michelle, had stuff about that too. Not legs. It had stuff about like how to shave your bikini line and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Michelle, was... could you help me understand what part of the body is not legs? I was trying to avoid saying pussy. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> you can say vulva. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. say yeah. secret garden. Oh, okay. You can say muffin. Muffin? Yeah. I don't know. 
but yeah, it was a lot of stuff on like how to deal with new body hair and yeah. like how to put in a tampon oh. and Ooh. like all that fun stuff. I mean, they're what? doing necessary how, work. how have we not? I mean, I don't. I mean, I know a lot about sexism. How have we not? made a new version of a tampon yet that is like more comfortable i mean everyone's super into diva cups but i'm just yeah. like they are another if you cannot find yourself a single occupancy stall oh yeah it is it is some extra layers of work stop hammer time as a male there are bathrooms for females that don't have a single occupancy stall Wait, what does that well, mean? Like, like you, I, you would want a bathroom where the sink is in the same oh, yeah, place yeah, yeah. as the toilet. You're right. That makes sense. Because you have to dump it out yeah, and then yeah. like rinse it and then shove it back up there. True. Um, so yeah. But yeah, tampons are terrible. All menstruation <laughs> products are not great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you deal with it. My biggest problem. Anyway, this is going to yeah. get. Yeah. Like, yeah I'm here for it. Here I was just like my thing. So I've been trying to use more like the organic cotton tampons because there's this whole thing about how they don't list the ingredients on regular. But the fucking applicators suck. <laughs> Wait, how is it different from other applicators? It just doesn't push up enough. And so yeah. I'm just like, oh. I can't tell if it's, it's like actually come out of the applicator. And then I'm like pulling out. I'm like, well, now I have to like open up another fucking tampon. It's an uh, it's a branch from an apple tree Michelle. <laughs> you just push yeah. it up there and i'm like there has to be better application technology why do you think have. it's different from regular tampons like why would they even change i that? think because it's just flimsier plastic oh. i think they're trying to use like the and i get it like they're trying Got to it. use like recycled plastic yeah. and all these things that are better for the environment the paper ones also just fucking suck because it's yeah. just like you're just drying out your pussy every time. I, yeah, true. I like it where like go green, bitch. I'm gonna go red because this motherfucker is gonna bleed yeah, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. I don't have an applicator that works. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a lot to consider there. Yeah, and then there's like folks who can do applicator lists, but that's not always an accessible option for everyone. So you have to make sure it's useful. Yeah, I feel like there's not enough people working on this. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Women's products. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Truth hurts. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, because I, I had to learn how to use a tampon like very early because I did athletics like in oh. in like middle school and high school. And it was like if you couldn't, it just like really hindered your ability to to do it. Because I was on the swim team. You cannot wear. No. Cannot wear a menstrual pad. Yeah. No, pool. it seems. <laughs> so for, fo- for folks who menstruate, it is hard out there. I am curious. Can we talk about our sexual debuts? Oh, yeah. sure. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's was wild. Have I talked about this before? I mean, probably, but my memory is terrible. I know. It's like being married to a goldfish. It's great. Yeah. I'm Dory. <laughs> um, Mine's was in Columbus, Ohio, of all places. I was mm-hmm. living in like a Christian guy's house. <laughs> and um, there was this website called Out in Columbus. And I got on there and started talking to someone. And I was probably 22. And they were a wrestler who was not out, an Italian, and lived in a frat house. And so we came over. And that we, all sounds hot. Yeah. And he came over and we pretended that we worked together. And then when everyone went to sleep, Ooh. we wrestled. And I blossomed into womanhood. <laughs> that sounds messy. It sounds like a nice sexual debut. Yeah, it was for sure. Really I mean, people have had way worse. It's also called a cocktailian, if you're gay. A cocktailian. I'm taking credit for that. Um, okay. It's literally recorded because I said it on a podcast. Did earlier. you? Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. You stole it from me. Ah, oh, fuck me. We're going to pretend. 
that you knew that. Mariah, can you um, <laughs> erase can, that? Can you erase Michonne's rightness? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. yours, Mariah? Oh, I was like in sixteen or seventeen. I don't remember with another sixteen <laughs> just, or seventeen. You just year fucking old. Uh, sound of music dust. <laughs> 16 going on 17 something like that um yeah it was in my bed at my parents house on like probably like a friday night after school with the person i was dating in high school in your parents house yeah my parents are pretty like you're bold liberal chill you know i had already like i'd been seeing like a, a boy for a while and so my mom was like we're gonna take you to the doctor and you're gonna learn about birth control and all uh. that stuff so yeah. Interesting. So I felt fairly prepared. And I remember I told my mom like a week later and she was like, okay, well now you're going on birth control. So, Oh yeah, that is kudos to your parents. Yeah. Jesus. So, hmm. you know, my parents were super helicopter parents in a lot of ways. So that happening at my house was n- never going to be a thing. They were always in the mix. Yeah. So. I mean, I was allowed to have like a boy in my room with the door shut, you know, so <laughs> I, I can't my, even imagine. My bro- my older brother was such a handful and my parents had such a hard relationship with each other that by the time I was of age for anything, they were like, just come home before the sun's up. We don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, so my my parents were um, or are they're They're not married anymore, but um, they were 10 years apart in age and so my dad was 23 when i was born Whew. and my my mom was obviously 13. 33 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah status, it's like canadian crimes i love it yeah. <laughs> how do you say cougar in french but, i do not know but uh so i think they were always just like you know stuff they were rambunctious folks my yeah. mom was like a a, a pretty spectacular lady in the village in new york in the 60s and 70s <laughs> just yeah get it girl you know she's grad so i like it i remember she started buying because like and then my brother and i are pretty close in age and so i remember when he started having a serious girlfriend she just bought like condoms at sam's club and there's just like a box in the bathroom yeah wow. so it is it was chill i have yeah. a colleague that was like yeah when my kids are above of age I'm just going to have a bowl full of condoms and they can take whatever they want, whenever they want. And there's no questions. And I'll yeah. just keep it full until they leave the house. Cause my mom was just like, it's way easier to just make sure you're fucking safe than to deal with the repercussions if you're not. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What's of age? It depends on the state. I think like 16, 17 is when my parents were kind of like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. right. But people can I'm have using, sex long before that. Yeah. I'm using the term of age as in like when, when that person feels ready to like, oh, yeah, okay. Explore. Yeah. How do you even know though? If you're going to put out a ball of condoms. Well, Cause you, you know, hopefully have been having an ongoing relationship and conversation with your kid about their bodies and sexuality and sex. Oh, and you so expect when them to be honest. Well, if you make it okay from the get-go, yeah. Yeah. I think it was once we started bringing home, like, people we were dating regularly is when that became Hmm. pretty open in our household. Nice. But I I think, you know, the kind of goal now in parenting and more, like, progressive circles is to teach your kid, like, hey, I'm in your corner. Sex is not something we have to feel shame about talking about. And when you are feeling ready for that, it's a conversation we can have. And I want to be a support to you. Yeah. I do wish, though, there was more, you know, and it's like, I feel like such a privilege coming from what I had, like, there wasn't a lot of shame, but it was still very heteronormative. And I think because of, like, 
the late 90s, early 2000s, it was always that, like, you were either gay or straight and, mm-hmm. like, the concept of bisexual. Like, I still remember there was, like, the bisexual episode of, like, Sex in the City or something. Yeah, and I remember yeah. one of my parents being like, oh, bisexuals are just greedy. And I was like, wow. Oh. 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 You know, yeah. so. Yeah. You know, I thought Calvin Klein invented it for. <laughs> for selling CK1. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just saw, did you see like did. on Twitter? It's been trending this past week where it was like in 1995, there's the cover of Time magazine was about bisexuality. And we're all like, you didn't know bisexuality was invented in 1995. Wild. <laughs> I like wow. Mariah that you think I use Twitter for anything other than porn. <laughs> I for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally. I'm on all it way I too much. Used to. Way too much. Yeah. My other favorite thing this week has been gay Twitter all uh, upset that the RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars was going to be on Showtime instead of on VH1 this season. Oh, oh man. I had no idea. So the regular season will be on VH1. All-Stars is going to be on Showtime. And they're all like, we're poor. How do we do it? And I'm just like, just talk to your lesbian friends because yeah. we all managed during the L word. We did it. We, we worked figured it out. it out. There's a way. I was like, you all just sign up for the free trial for a week. And then when you go to try to leave, they give you two more free weeks. And then you all just take turns creating logins. Yeah. 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 Where there's a will, there's a gay. Yeah. You can get in there. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. Um, When you talk about your sexual debut, does that mean like whatever that means to you, sweetie? Oh, okay. So yeah, not yeah. like full. It, you, I, I think because of the way it was like presented to me, I think of it as the pers- first like P and V. Oh, okay. Like, if, oh my God, that, y'all, if that is the case, <laughs> the story has flash. changed. Uh, <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone is still on the market. Yeah. Uh, it's true. <laughs> There's a gold star. Or like, oh, I don't like that term. Or like yeah. penetrative, oh, I guess, sex. Wait, why don't you like gold star gay? Oh, because it's. It, creates this idea that that is somehow better than people who have had sex with folks of multiple genders oh. so it creates like mm-hmm. a, hierarchy like a hierarchy that i'm not here yeah. for okay yeah yeah i didn't see it that way that yeah. and it, i think it just i don't know it makes me feel less like icky about the fact that i think the the first time i participated in like oral sex was when i was much younger than 16 so. oh okay. <laughs> what i was like 13 oh, oh okay. shit. yeah yeah yeah. It out. yeah so you know, I like thirteen-year-old Mariah. <laughs> she was I was wild. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we're your, like hard did your, transition. Did your cousin from New York just make it into here? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so uh, uh, the first time I had sex with a girl is, um, yeah, it was in high school. Oh, was it with the lady first? Yeah, she was a girl and a lady in the end. I mean, I'm gesturing towards myself for those who are not watching at home. It was, oh, yeah, started with a lady. She, yeah, she was left. uh, She had no parents for the weekend, and she was left. You just made it sound like it was the saddest story. Well, I mean, most people don't leave their kids at home alone, or at least in my experience, because my parents were always there. They don't leave their kids at home. Alone home for the whole weekend. Oh, I was man. latchkey to the max, dude. Oh, yeah. I yeah. also got left home alone for the weekend. I figure that's a thing. That yeah. did not exist in my house. So anyway, she was alone for the weekend, so I went over. And that happened. Did oh. you go with the plan where you were like, I'm going to knock this pussy out? Or were you like, no, let's I was... just hang out and see what happens? I feel like it, in her head, that was definitely the plan. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I delivered, but... 
In my head, I wasn't <laughs> fucking sure. Fucking dominoes what, over here. Yeah. 30 minutes or less, baby. Shouldn't be bragging about that. Um, so, yeah, in my head, I just was going to go over and see what happens. But, yeah, I, I think she had a plan. I feel like that is how a lot of your sexual adventures For happen. For sure. You're like, I'm I just going to go over. Look, I don't assume anything. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, I'll show up. We'll chat. We'll see what happens. I'm always looking for an exit strategy. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of anxiety. You do. There's that. But yeah, aside from her, yeah, you know, I fooled around with a few guys in high school too. I was all over the place. So yeah, that's why I like you. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm frisky and loose. (laughs) Yeah. I'm here for all of it. Anyway, nothing too exciting or interesting. Yeah. Mariah. Yes. You know, we're wrapping up our season here. Mm-hmm. If there was like one word of wisdom that you want to leave to Michelle, <laughs> what would you want to leave him with? Me specifically. Well, we're going to get to me. Yeah, I yeah. still want to like overwhelm. All right. I think for someone who uh, brands themselves as an introvert, you are willing to share a lot about yourself. And I appreciate that. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. It. Yeah, it is a contradiction of sorts. But I think it probably also helps that we're all just like sitting around on couches or in small recording spaces and not like in front of people. But true, I still think it's, you know, it's been nice to watch you sort of uh, break your shell open a bit. Yes. Sometimes I open up, especially if there is liquor, you know, you know, it's so funny because there's definitely a side of you that I get to see. That I think from the outside, people might look at our relationship and be like, oh, poor Adam. Like his husband oh, yeah. likes to stay at home or doesn't talk doesn't about Doesn't do emotion. anything with yeah. him or whatever. And I'm like, no, you don't know like the fun that we get to have. And so I get to see that side that you're talking about often. Um, and it's really wild. Yeah. And you feel like real privileged when you get to like yeah be a part of it and i think i kind of feel that too because my my spouse is also a person who doesn't enjoy like really large crowds or like um you know we often do things separately and i don't think that's i was like what else are you going to come home and talk about if you're doing everything together all the time yeah you know yeah jordan and i have some things in common we could be good friends yeah he was stoked. He, I think he's he's going to come over later because he's been Jones into play switch with you. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I love so. it. Well, Mario card it up. Oh. Um. <laughs> no, I was like, y'all are going to see a really ugly, bad, side. ugly side of yes. Mariah if yes. we play Mario Kart. Adam too, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't feel like I have an ugly side. Thank you. He's competitive and loves to win. Same. As, as does Michelle. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Place your bets now. Oh, I guarantee with the new Mario Kart, I, there's no predictability. Yeah, it's wild. Like old school one, I can oh, be I like, got oh, the I formula. dominate you. I got the formula. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yes. I feel like I've met a friend that I work with who has the formula because he, yeah, made it clear. He won round after round after round after round, no matter how good I did. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is annoying. <laughs> so we'll discuss later. Yeah. Well, off mic. <laughs> I love it. Mariah, same question for me. I mean, I've really liked getting to know you outside of just like 20 minutes before we're performing at show or you're performing at a show that I'm working on. It's been really nice. Um, And I think 
you know, my, you want words of wisdom or advice? Okay. I mean, I think you do a really good job at this and that you're just someone who really likes to share their personal experiences. And so I think my only advice would be to like figure out what experiences you want to keep for yourself that you don't share with the world. Cause I think especially as someone who's been in this field for a long time, it can sometimes feel like, Ooh, I think that was, that's something I want to keep for myself. Yeah. And just figuring out what those boundaries are. <sighs> it's a hard one. Yeah. It's hard. I think for me, I've learned because of my experiences in the church, right. Where I was like welcomed and then I was myself. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, that is not okay with us. Uh, a way that I've learned to navigate the world is to be like, I'm just going to put everything out there all the time. Yeah. And then if you don't like it, then I don't have to deal with the heartache of letting you close and then being told you have to hide that piece or mm-hmm. that's too much. And so it is a challenge to be like, hi, I'm radically authentic. What is just for me? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's figuring out what those pieces are that are like, cause there are ways to be radically authentic, but still have like, you know, it doesn't, not like parts of yourself, but just like memories or like, experiences that you are like, Oh, these are just for yeah. me. This you is know? just going to be mine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then we got to work on a book book deal. Book deal is <laughs> oh, my shit. next goal for Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. 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 Oh, good. You're going to ghostwrite it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can edit it. I'm a actually a fantastic editor. We'll work mm. on it. I love it. Mm. You know, right. My experience with you has been really wonderful. I think, uh, I'm always drawn to people who do, the heavy lifting behind the scenes because I know that work is a often thankless and B it, you need smart, capable people to do it. And so it's easy to like go on stage at bedpost or like be the voice here and be funny or fabulous or any of those things. Uh, it also takes a really lovely and smart and uh, I think kind person to, to say, Hey, I can be a support to that. I like your message. I'm here for it. Yeah. Let me get behind it. And if I was going to give you a word to the wise, mm-hmm. continue to own your worth. Yeah. I think it's easy when people uh, are creative, work in the creative field, right? For folks to like, go, oh, you can just do this. Right. That's nothing. Right. You just could turn on a mic. <laughs> like they don't, <laughs> they don't fully know. Um, and so I, I'm always going to be in your corner as a big old loud voice. It's like, bitch, they need to, to respect you. Like you do good work. This show worked really well because you edited it in a way. I mean, there were times where we had pieces of segments that we recorded months apart and you found a way to put it together that was really meaningful and lovely and told a whole narrative. And that's not shit you can just like magically teach someone. That's stuff that someone kind of knows and that is valuable and I want to make sure that gets paid. Agreed. It's innate. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you guys. Oh, thanks. I'm like, if you can um, produce a show that makes me sound not boring (laughs) or out of place, then congrats girl. Cause (laughs) I am struggling over here. Need all your helps. (laughs) (laughs) Take that. This American life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yes just kidding ira glass if you're listening yeah yeah please we appreciate yeah. it we love, love. you we're a fan of the show i've listened to it all we're on board <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my goodness. So we're going to take a little break from doing podcasts for a minute. Yeah. We're going to take a little break, get through the bananas of the South by season. Yeah. I was going to say, you're going to get worked hard. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be like hundred hour work week during South by gets a little bananas. Uh, And I, I need a break just because I've been building up my private practice. So it full up a lot and was like, Oh, okay. I do a lot of things. Can I can I take a, catch my breath for a minute? Yeah, that's good. Leave them wanting more, right? Yeah, you know. So ah. we'll be back in a couple months. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be beautiful and wonderful, and and I'm uh, gonna just record y'all on your European vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes. And I just want to take a moment to thank the people who are listening. You know, um, we don't get a lot of time on this planet, and the fact that you would take some of it to connect with us and hear our silly and meaningful stories and some of our wisdom and some of our challenges uh, is a really beautiful thing. And so thank you for sharing your time with us because baby, we don't got long. Yes. That's true. But yeah, people should share this show with someone they think would appreciate it. Maybe Mm -hmm. it, it would provide them some levity or advice or good information and, you know, there's a nice little back catalog now. So go back and re-listen. Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. Up those download numbers. <laughs> we are still currently looking for advertisers. Yes. Yeah. Kettle one. Thank you. <laughs> I know. Any uh, charcuterie and or alcohol yeah. companies that are interested. Antonelli's Cheese. Oh, we see you. A dream. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, I love you both to death. Thank you for doing all this with me. I know I am not always the easiest person to work with but that's what happens when you're the gorgeous one see you all next season (laughs) (laughs) thank you bye me and my gorgeous husband was brought to you by Mariah Gossett Michonne Fontenot and Adam Marr done just kidding Hey, if you like our podcast, make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because, bitch, that's how we get found. That's how more people find the deliciousness that is moi. Yeah, tune in and help us out. God damn it. Yeah, lend a hand out, piece of shit. (laughs) I've been telling everybody to rate us. I don't know if it's happening, but if it hasn't, I'm going to murder them all. 